It's Randalicious. Welcome to the SEO Rant. I am your host, Morty Overstein. You might know me better as Wix's head of SEO branding, but I will remind you that this podcast has nothing to do with that. This is pure unofficial Morty Magic and Morty Mania. Where can you find the SEO Rant? I am getting increasingly salty about having to do this in front of in my intro of the podcast. You're listening wherever you found it now for the one guy or gal who is listening in their friend's car and don't know. Where do you find this podcast? Where do you find any podcast? And if you don't know where to find podcasts, Google, where do I find podcasts? Also at the SEORant.com and SEORant on Twitter. Um, when does an episode come out? Subscribe and you'll know. Oh my God, I can't do this anymore. Uh, typically on Thursdays, typically on Thursdays, this is, I just call it the SEO Salt Podcast. Um, if I don't do an episode, then there is no episode. It's not my full-time job. Don't get paid to do it. So sometimes it happens. So subscribe. Anyway, whatever. I'm sick of doing intros. Um, for your listening pleasure, she is the managing partner of Gray Dot Company. You might have heard her co-worker, co-founder, co-managing partner last week's episode. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's all the things. She founded it. It's hers. I joined later. Oh, okay. Got it right. So managing partner. Got it. Sam yes. Torres. I'm tacking on to her greatness. It's one to me. It's one unified greatness. Thank you. Yeah. We try. Also, you again to remind, in case you didn't listen last week. Why didn't you listen last week? I'm gonna guilt you like my mother guilts me because I'm Jewish. Um, <laughs> you have an awesome webinar slash syndicated podcast thing. I know what you call yes, it when you take a webinar. You. you turn to a podcast. Yeah. So uh, we do like a video series, and then we've been turning it into a podcast. But it's called Opinionated SEO Opinions. Uh, so Tori, who again is the founder of Gray Dot Company, um, and our colleague Begum Kaya, we just get on video and uh, kind of similar to this, just tell people our thoughts about SEO questions, um, mostly because uh, we're female and older. So we've been too, told too many times that we're opinionated. So let's <laughs> lean into that because um, being opinionated doesn't make me wrong. Uh, <laughs> Someone's complaining that you're opinionated aren't. Like, isn't that a projection? Aren't they being opinionated? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I, mean, I was actually having this conversation with someone yesterday uh, that I've uh, I've now, uh, I wear the term bitch, like a badge of honor nice. uh, because of how often um, I've been called that. And also the book Lean In really bothers me because leaning in is not my problem. I'm like, I'm told I'm in too much. <laughs> so um, although I still love, uh, I can't remember the stand-up. She said, I don't want to lean in. I want to lie down. Yes, nice. <laughs> totally, totally there with that one too. I just, I just want to take a nap. Um, but yes, we have this video web series. I digress. Uh, just talking about the different things of SEO and digging a little bit deeper into why the answer is always, it depends. Nice. Uh, so yeah, check it out. We try to release at least once a month. We'll bring on guests as well. Um, and yeah, people can send in their own questions either to our Twitter or uh, gray.company uh, slash ask SEO, all that good stuff. So send them in. I have a line like for it depends. By the way, listen and check that out. So I didn't mean to crash your party. Um, Feel free it's like, it's, this is a nursing home. There are no depends here. This is, this is not a nursing home. There are no depends. I botched that. <laughs> which, I think it was better that way. <laughs> yeah. Which my wife works at a nursing home. And she takes offense when I say stuff like that. <laughs> That makes it so much better. It's not the greatest nursing home. <laughs> okay, you definitely should edit that out. <laughs> so today we're talking about why we drink because we have children and why single malt scotch is the way to go. 
Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, also, uh, structured data awesome. and why it should be part of your or of any organic content strategy. Either oh, yeah, or, whichever way you want to go with this. I I'm, guess I'm we can talk about that too. Um, I will just say with alcohol, uh, my husband decided to take up making craft cocktails as a hobby for lockdown. Um, <laughs> it's a good so hobby for a lockdown, by the way. It is. Um, also, we now drink for a lot cheaper. Um, but it's also uh, alarming because my my daughter, who's five, also knows how to properly do the cocktail shaker. Oh, nice. Yeah, so kamikaze. Shoot, yeah, probably. Oh, nice. That's, that's, uh, they've developed they've developed a mocktail. Uh, my daughter's name is Piper. It's called a pip. Right. So she'll she'll I have wish a my pip kids while I'm having a pink lady. Yeah. So it's uh anyways structured data. <laughs> structured <laughs> from structured parenting to structured data. Let's let's not. I'm not gonna fool myself into thinking my parenting structured at all. Um, <laughs> my my kids, what's that kids' bedtime? By the way, it's like a three hour event. Like I like I feel like there's like parents like yeah like I've got this down. We have a whole routine. That like every I'm so surprised I have this much hair left. <laughs> See, I'm I'm a. I will say with, with the bedtime routine, we got pretty lucky because pretty much all you have to do is tell her like, it's time to brush your teeth, go put on your jammies and go get in bed. Like, that's it. Oh my God. Um, but it's, uh, I don't, I'm, I'm lucky. She's just a really good kid, but there's definitely like personal space is not a thing she understands <laughs> at all. Uh, we were at a restaurant last night and she's like climbing all over me while I'm trying to drink my beer. It was nice. great. Yep. Um, so you know, uh, but also uh, she like, we got home and she asked to do homework. What kindergartner asks to do home? I don't like, awesome. I'm like, who is this? Who are you? Yeah. Last night, my kid pulled down his pants and started slapping his butt and saying, I like to move it, move it. <laughs> I love that. Wow. Like we're like one step away from twerking here. Well, I'm not ready for those days. I'm not ready. She started, started trying to learn. And then uh, she's found out that, that mommy knows how to do that. And it's, it's not good because yeah. she keeps asking, but I'm in Atlanta. It's like a requirement for living here. So, you know, just... yeah, so if you're looking for lessons on parenting, they're not here. <laughs> Definitely not here. If you're looking for someone to like, you know, sympathize with you and your children and you're in, we'll call it your predicament. That's right here. Yeah. That's right exactly. Here. Also, we're in, it's a good advertisement for birth control. Amazing. Right. Yes, highly this recommend. This podcast is sponsored by. <laughs> oh man, this has gone off the rails. Um, structured data. <laughs> we're not what, having any fun. What All are right. we saying about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's definitely a wacky Wednesday. Um, all right, so structured data. Um, all right, serious face now uh structured data definitely find it super important um so my background i am a developer turned seo so structured data is kind of like the marriage of my favorite things um but also it should absolutely be part of organic content strategies and i usually find that content teams if there's a split between tech and content have no idea about structured data or they've only ever heard about it but have no idea what it can really do for them um, so basically I'm trying to advocate that, uh, both sides of SEO need to reach out and educate each other. Um, 
constructor data is just super powerful. Like when you think about what it is, it's just, it's a closed language set that takes out the guesswork of what does something mean and what's kind of the definitions around an entity. Um, but it's also like, and here's where it comes to the content strategy. It's also the part where you can start thinking about how does your content relate to each other? Because within structured content, there's a lot of opportunities for nesting. And by that, I mean, like, let's say you've got a blog article, you're going to put structured data around it. One of the top, one of the, the attributes that you can add would be like a publisher, author. And so that's where you can really pull in, like maybe the publisher is your company, but the author, you can pull in that separate information, especially if they're like a guest poster or something like that. Um, so when you start thinking about those nesting relationships and how content really relates to each other, it gives obvious um, pointers of internal linking. So, um, which of course is just becoming more and more important as crawl budget and crawl efficiency becomes, uh, you know, it's not infinite resources anymore. Like it probably, like it felt anyways, eight years ago. Um, so all of those things are good. And then also just one of the things I really like to push on, especially with clients is that if your content doesn't have a relationship or a connection to other content on your site, then should you really be publishing it? Does it really make sense? Yeah, that's a good point. That is a really good point. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's one of the things, again, with structured data, I think it's underutilized on the content planning side, because um, then other things that you can gain from that when you're doing structured data, don't limit yourself to only what Google has listed in their uh, search guidelines, because there's just a wealth of other information that you can add. Um, and I've even seen with studies that we've run and like tests where, while of course that doesn't mean that the appearance changes in the SERP, we can see that honestly crawling has improved and it appears that Google understands the site better um, and the content that we're talking about because we're building these relationships um, through the linking and then adding more of those attributes and characteristics as we can. Um, so seeing the other things that you can add in your structured data is a great way to figure out what types of content or questions and answers would you possibly need to add to this piece to really expand it? So thinking about like just digging more into the people also ask, are there things to add as far as like, should you add how to steps or FAQ questions, or even just like when you're talking about services that you offer, do you include a service area? Things like that. Um, so FAQ market was magical by the way. Cause you can like, I agree. you could theoretically, I mean, I'm not saying you should be, um, that's what I'm looking for. I guess spammy. I'm looking for another word. It's not, whatever, spammy. Yeah, like you, it, the, the, the Q&A or the FAQ rather should actually have value to the page. Uh, yeah. But but how often does it not have value to the page? Like if you do it the right way, like any, not any, but many pages, of course, could benefit from an FAQ. Like why not? Yeah, I would Just agree. Do it. Um, it's, and it's generally good for users as well because they have questions, you have answers. So what users have questions? Um, yeah, usually about price and then more about price and then another question about price. And then yes. how do I find your competitor? Yes. And then also, can we negotiate that price? Right. Then you go <laughs> back to the competitor. And all they have to do to find the competitor is Google you, look at your knowledge panel and the expandable tabs there under competitors to find it. So yeah, isn't that. that fun? That was yes. really fun when they added that. <laughs> it was uh, when I was at SEMrush. So it, it has like, you know, you Google SEMrush, there's a knowledge panel there. And it, the first card 
is data accuracy and you expand it and it's a study from screaming frog saying sunrush's data is not accurate I think this is great <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, fuck my that's life. really encouraging <laughs> yeah very good job we're glad we claimed that knowledge panel yeah knowledge panels are uh so for those who are listening with structured data, it's definitely a way to help influence and add data to the knowledge panel. But man, going through the process of claiming your knowledge panel was a pain in the butt. It's a disaster. I, I, I at one point, like my, I'm a mess right now. My entity is a, is a disaster because I've always. At least you I've have been. one. No, no, I don't have one. No, I don't have one. It's, it's oh, okay. because I think it's because there's so many. I have so many profiles out there and none of them match anything. And now I have like, it's been on my list forever. I know I would digress from structured data here to go and like reach out to these sites and say, could we just use this? Mm-hmm. But then every time I change something, oh, I go back again, like whatever, just screw it. I don't care. So I, have a, I don't have a knowledge panel. Okay. I'm not part of the cool yeah. kids. I mean, I'm not either. So we'll be our own cool kids yeah, over that, here. I actually have one pasted. Like I, I, I made one up on a piece of paper and I tape it to my screen. When I search my name, I put it there and that's my knowledge panel. Is that sad? Um, I kind of love that, but also I'm worried. <laughs> it's also because of my sense of humor, it's all self-deprecating. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're talking about extended uses okay. of structured data to help with your knowledge panel. Good stuff. So question. Yes. So walk me, maybe you could walk me through. So you're trying, you're using structured data to create interrelationships between other pieces of content, other entities in your site. Like, what does that look like, practically speaking? Like, what would be a good um, example? Like an implementation or like yeah. actually like what's the structure? No, I'm implementation. Like what's the... Um, so uh, for scaling uh, structured data, one of the things I really like to do, um, so for anybody who has a CMS, uh, because I'm a developer, I can kind of cheat at this, um, but probably most SEOs have to work with their dev team. Um, I always recommend adding a custom field to each content piece that would render a URL. And the reason I differentiate that is because, you know, in your CMS, you might, let's say you have a post type of, or a content type of locations, but locations just gets added to this one map, right? So there's no actual location page, which by the way is kind of stupid. So that was a bad example, but all of that being said, um, let's say, or, or like, I can't think of anything else right now, but just add it to the pages that you actually have URLs rendering for um, or the, the pieces of content. Um, and then you would create default structured data for across the board that uses the dynamic variables to automatically be created. So think kind of like if you're, if you've used WordPress and Yoast, kind of how Yoast does page titles and meta descriptions. Um, so you would have your default fallback and then that custom field if anything is in it, it will override the default so that you yep. can do some custom curation. So uh, that's how I always recommend implementing in a perfect world. Um, that's the best way. That way you get like all of it at scale, but still the ability to curate when necessary. Um, I will also say that I still use GTM sometimes when that avenue is not available to us. Full disclosure, I know Google says they don't recommend that, uh, but it still works. Oh, right. It works. So. It works. Uh, you know, it, when, when we don't have an option, I'm going to take it. <laughs> right. 
I mean, check out, check out. I mean, I think it all depends on the, I, not to plug myself. I will do it anyway because I'm shameless. Depends on the CMS of what's there. Okay, it's, I have this podcast. Might as well use it, right? Like inside yeah. of Wix, you can first off there you can you can add structured data through the JavaScript. It's a JavaScript dev tool, so you can add whatever you want at the pattern level. It's like basically what you just said. But there's also patterns you can set for page types. So for your products, you can say I want to add all of this. There's a default, but you can override the default by saying for all of my product pages, also add this modifier there as well. Blah blah yeah. blah. So check out your CMS, which should be Wix. I'm sorry, I can't help myself. Uh, I mean, that's you do you. Uh, I'm not a. I mean, you let me plug my own podcast on your podcast, so I'm I not, feel like I'm, this is I'm all, all for cross podcasting. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. Yes, agree. Also, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. No, I'm just gonna say, uh, okay, if you're on WordPress and using structured data plugins, be very careful because those are some of the first things to get hit um, by vulnerabilities. Uh, but also, as a side, um, I'm so over WordPress. I could probably do an entire rant on why we need to move from Me WordPress. Too. As an That's industry. so funny. I fact, I get paid for that. Yeah, I don't get paid for that. I just, oh, okay. I just really bitch about it. So I can do it for free. Ha, oh, that'd sorry. be great. We should do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, like I say, I'm also the person who's like all about JavaScript SEO and headless CMSs. So probably, you know, a little biased. But again, doesn't doesn't make me wrong. Bias is fine. I think bias is everybody's biased. Who's not biased? I'll, I'll uh, prove it to you. Yeah, don't, don't you know. think like you're the smartest person like ever? Well, no. Oh, okay. That's just me. That's I mean, I'm usually person. the smartest person in the room, See? but not always. No, okay, not always, <laughs> right? Like, that's biased, right? I yeah, I actually, uh, I, um, I've had to work on that for sure because uh, <laughs> the the ego used to be pretty strong. Tori, Tori brings me like, Tori grounds me though because. Cause yeah, she's, she's usually the smartest person in the room. So, so that, that helps. works out. Really. It helps have another smarter person in the room. Yeah, for sure. I'm turning all red. I'm like embarrassed to even have said that out loud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just feels wrong. Uh, but yes. So uh, I have not seen that in Wix, but also I'm sorry. I haven't used Wix in like eight, nine years. Okay, it's very different now than it was eight, nine years ago. It's very different than it was I, a year and a half ago, two years ago. I will give I you would, a free account. I would hope so. Like if I'm allowed like, to say that. Oh yeah, 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 you're allowed to say that. No, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. Um it's a rant. We speak truth. Like it was not good. Now it is good. Yeah. Hey, it's the only yeah. plug, it's the only closed CMS where you have you can control, you can custom set the URLs on most of your pages. Not every not every page type. So like uh products and blogs. You can customize the folders and everything. You can do that. Closed CMS. WordPress. Closed CMS. I guess I don't know the difference. Oh, uh, what was the open CMS? Like you have, you have full access to the code. Oh, like, duh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like Square, Sorry. like think Squarespace, Shopify, all the lesser closed CMSs. I'm so salty. No, it's fine. I also, I, but I can't, I can't allow Shopify to be in that list just because of personal ties to Shopify, but we'll, we'll let that go. Okay. Does everything, yeah. <laughs> great. This is fine. Everything is awesome. Um, how about how about we just like, completely move on from this because like, we're both like just embarrassing <laughs> podcasts at this moment with our own plugs and affiliation. Or we're highly guys. entertaining. It's one or the I, other. Yeah, that's also true. Also true. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. So how about that site quality thing and uh, rich results and structured data markets? Like it's possible you have all the implementation set up, but Google says, hey, no rich result for you because we think your site is crap. Um, well, that's where we obviously have to go back to the olden times and start sacrificing goats. Oh, um, you do that too? Yeah. Uh, of course. Um, to the Google gods. Uh, no. Uh, so that's definitely always possible. And I would say like, I think you started alluding to it earlier where like once you start adding structured data, it's it can kind of be easy to go a little ham and maybe add too much. Um, so I would say with your structured data to always remember the spirit of the, of the content that you're adding markup around. Like if, so for example, if you're writing the article that we were talking about before and adding the publishing organization, if it doesn't, if it's not relevant, you don't need to add the 20 points of data to the organization every time, like just link it to the URL. Sure. I, I mean, I feel pretty confident about that. Also, just don't waste it. You don't want to say no play it safe? Uh, well, okay, so that's where one of the things that's really cool, if you, um, when you are doing like nesting entities and linked entities within structured data, okay, so for this example, you've got your blog, the publishers, the organization, we're going to say it's the company who owns the blog, which should ideally have organization schema on their homepage. And by the way, only on your homepage, you don't need it on every freaking page. Stop it. It only needs to go on your homepage. Um, so what you can do is when you say like the publisher of the article is company ABC, you put the URL, your homepage, and then ID, which is also going to be your homepage. And then it kind of, from there, the ID linking, it's going to pull the organization of, you know, we're basically saying, Hey, the organization here is the same organization that's completely listed out on this page. So really what I'm saying is flush it out fully on the homepage, but you don't need to do it every time on the blog article. Right. Places where I might say like, hey, no, let's add the important bits of information every time might be something like if, if we're talking about the author, I might always include, you know, their, especially if it's like a medical site, some other certifications yeah. or some yeah. other same as profiles just to make sure it's really clear, like this person is credentialed and uh, has any business actually talking about this. Um, but yeah, it is really easy to go ham. Don't go too crazy, but I feel like that's that's a lot of SEO is figuring out when the 80% is good enough and you don't need to double the time to get that last 20%. Um, but great question. Thank and then you. hopefully uh, when you aren't completely flooded with structured data, Google will then be like, oh, that's what's important. Okay, we'll do that. Um, but again, we're still all beholden to Google and their whims. So we can just always tweet at John Mueller and have him tell you no. I see. I, I, ha I have like devil's advocate here for a second. I agree. Of course. But do you really want to have to learn another search engine? Oh, I, I'm not mad about it. I'm okay with it. See, yeah, I don't want to actually uh, have to learn how to do SEO for DuckDuckGo, which by the way, this podcast is the only actual podcast that ranks when you search for SEO podcast that actually ranks on DuckDuckGo on the first page. Everything else is like top 10 SEO podcasts. So I know how to optimize for DuckDuckGo. Apparently so. Apparently. I, I can't say I've really tried that. Yeah, um, I don't know what I did. I do remember all the days of having like, 
what was it maybe just the last year or two we've stopped having to create like separate bing considerations because it nice. feels like they're finally catching up um yeah i will say working with yandex and baidu is really interesting yeah. that's okay that's already something different because you have if you're in that market like you're just in that market you have to yeah do. pretty much um but no i don't want to learn more search engines right so i'm lazy we it all complain like, oh, Google's got a monopoly. Like, yeah, okay, I, I get it. Like, that's not good. But practically speaking, I'm okay. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's how I feel about like all the privacy stuff. And for me personally, I think, you know, from a, a like societal aspect, we should absolutely have privacy. But for me, I'm just like, you know, the fact that Facebook and Google know everything I do, I, I'm not that interesting. Like, who cares? Sometimes I try to manipulate it to my benefit. Like I'm looking for something, like I'm trying to buy a new couch. So like, I'll just do like one Facebook search for a new couch and now it's everywhere I go, which is great. Cause that's, I want that. I want ads. I don't know. I come to me, yes. show me your couches. Yeah. I'm, I'm Although I will say as someone who does paid media, it irritates me to no end when I see ads for something I already bought. Yeah. Or ads where it's like, what was your targeting criteria? Cause this is so off. Pulse. You have to have a pulse. Yeah. Like, or um, I think my personal, I'm going to go on a different rant. Apparently my personal, like most distasteful one was that right after having a baby, I immediately got all of these plus size clothing ads. Mm. There's nothing wrong with plus sizes. Absolutely. Like for sure. But I'm like, I'm five, two. And still at the time was like 110 pounds. So leave me alone. Like just because you have a baby doesn't mean all of a sudden you're you need plus size clothing. Like that's just rude. So should I be insulted? I constantly getting like ads for therapy showing up. Am I? Um, I think I maybe search... people listen to the podcast <laughs> and specifically Target. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Because I was like starting to get a little worried there. Like I'm just kidding. I don't get. I mean, first of all, I like therapy. I've been to therapy. Therapy is great. Therapy is wonderful. It's like. I honestly like we're gonna end the podcast on this then because like it's an important note. Like, don't ever crap on therapy. Therapy is really important. I wish I was in therapy right now because it's really helpful. And uh, if you have a stigma you have against podcast. that, you suck. That's but that's why you have this podcast. It it is your therapy. It's like going to the bar and talking. Now, honestly, to the bar. Like, literally, so I I do the um, Edge of the Web News podcast with those guys, and we spend like a half hour recording the podcast and a half hour like goofing around beforehand. Like this is like therapy. This is literally like therapeutic. That doesn't sound like you at all, or at all what's happened today. No, it, it is out of character. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, sorry. No, I I've loved it. Our personality that come out in different moments, or some of have the same personality that come out in every moment, and it's irritatedly annoying when it's inappropriate. I don't know anything about that. Um, I'm I'm probably in the latter camp, but I'm working on it, and that's why I am in therapy. So there we go, full circle. Full Woo. circle. Wow. Um, so and that's why I'm data. in therapy and I drink. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> always... Yeah. First off, there's more than one way to skin a cat, right? There's, you know, like, you know, you try everything. You know, that's I'm not advocating to drink all your problems. No one take it in that way. I was just joking. Oh, I, I'm not, but uh, I could definitely see how, you know, yeah, that's not, it's not a disclaimer needed for me. Um, but I am very disturbed by like, has anybody actually sat down and like listed the ways to skin a cat? I have a cat, That's by the concerning. way. And it is. Can, skin I, it. can I tell you? Like, wait a second. I wish I, I wish I would write this down. It's horrible, but like, 
there are so many horrible animal idioms. There really are. There are tons of them for some reason. Like, um, don't beat a dead horse. Like, what kind of sick freak beats a dead horse? Why are we doing that to this poor horse? Yeah. Like, that's, um, like, disturbing. You look, like, don't beat a live horse and don't beat a dead like, Don't. Why are you beating horses at all? Just, yeah. How about we just don't beat things? Yeah. Right? There's, a, there's another with a dog. I can't, I forgot what it was. Man. Okay, but I'm not gonna sit here. We don't just sit here in okay. silence while I figure it out. Like <laughs> 40 minutes. Or uh, that you look or, like someone ran over your dog. What's that? That you look like someone ran over your dog. N- no, but that's also horrible. Yeah, I Yikes. thought maybe that was the one you were. No, talking there's a about. different okay. one. But that's also there's a lot with ho- like, with horses. There's just with too many. So yeah. we're really ending on an uplifting note. Uh, clearly, we're both gonna go to therapy now um therapy is good and when you have time for it outside of recovering from whatever this has been think about your structured data yeah. strategy within your content planning or talking about your structured data strategy because <laughs> it's a good use of 45 minutes um so. anyway where can people find you um you can find me on twitter sam torres atl um also the gray dot company dot um which is the actual website uh so check us out um to my audience thank you for listening um we're not paying for your therapy bills you can find (laughs) us again next week on uh whatever platform you consume podcasts on or the seorant.com and a new episode will be out next thursday maybe until then thank you for coming by sam yeah thanks for having me thanks for the thanks and sorry for the weird turns we took Uh, no this is what this podcast is all about i loved it (laughs) awesome well toodles